It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're gonna jump right into it. And hold on, you guys. I'm sorry. Basically, what's going on is this is like my fifth time having to do an episode about Fresh for Fit, boy. Fresh for Fit got the smoke. Tommy Sotomayor got into a physical altercation with a black woman on the Fresh and Fit podcast. Um, she is a reoccurring guest. Um, man, there's so much to unpack here. So much to unpack. Um, well, before we before we do that, I want to just read two comments to you, and I, I'm reading on Tommy Sotomayor's video where he responds to all of this stuff. And the first one I'm going to read, it says, women get pleasure from driving apart men who are friends, accomplices, and cohorts. Shit is disgusting. And I, I just wanted to talk about that really, really quickly because I was, let me explain to you the, the relevance to this situation. So so apparently the girl, after the altercation with Tommy, she goes to Fresh and Fit and tells them that Tommy was talking shit about them behind their back, um, which I, I just personally don't believe. And... Um, she went on to say stuff like that about him and I personally have dealt with that as well and somebody responded to his comment and said on oh God my baby mama ruined a bunch of friendships I had and laughed about it in my face um, and somebody else telling telling the story I personally have had it happen to me too my ex she drove a wedge between damn near all of my friends I had at the time like most of my friends I had at the time when I met her I don't have them anymore. Um, through her lies, um, mixed in with a little bit of truth, she was able to convey, and that's what they do, and that's and that's where they kind of catch clean is that they'll throw in a little bit of truth, and a lot of women do this. When they have nothing else, they will try to destroy everything around you, um, including all of your friendships, any new relationships, um, your image, your reputation, anything you have going on. And the two women who did that to me, well, three women, were all black women. All three of them were black women. I have dated white women. I have dated Spanish women. Whenever me and Spanish women and white women broke up, we went on about our lives. They didn't do anything to try to destroy my life. I dated, I was in two serious relationships with two white women. Um, One of them did not end well, and she still never did anything to try to ruin my life. If anything, I would say she actually tried to save me a few times from public ridicule over the situation um spanish woman uh the most recent spanish woman i dated same thing when we when we fell out or whatever there was nobody trying to ruin anybody's life every time i date a black woman we fall out she tries to ruin my life just want to throw that out there right so you gotta be careful dealing with them because it, it, it will start off good and it always ends up bad and what black women don't realize is that they make themselves people not want to deal with them if you deal with five people and four of them go one way and one of them goes another way, you're not going to, want to deal with anybody who resembles that one person anymore, especially when that becomes a common theme in your life. Like for me personally, I every time a black I date a black woman, it starts off really good and it ends up bad. It ends up somebody in jail, somebody hurt, things destroyed, property destroyed hearts broken it just ends up bad and a lot of the time 
I can't say it's always them. Sometimes it's me, but most of the time it was them. And the times where they actually, where things were actually destroyed, it was them. I, I, they, I don't destroy their property. They destroy mines. I've had black women try to get me robbed, killed, locked up. I have had a black woman get me locked up. She lied. Her mother knows she lied. The DA knew she lied. My lawyer knew she lied. My mama knew she lied. She admitted she lied. And they still went on to pursue the charges any motherfucking way. But And they didn't charge her with shit, even though she spat on me, hit me, caused me to crash my car. I mean, you know, they will try to ruin your life, right? So another comment I want to read to you guys, right, before we actually start talking about everything is this comment where did it go okay and this is a white woman and i'm and i've been seeing this a lot lately white women speaking out about these type of things and and i'm we're gonna get into that too so she says sorry tommy don't let it go this behavior will never change otherwise best wishes xx and then she put edit i missed the show but i know what sets off that behavior the truth when you are coddled i want let me let me let me stop for a second I need everybody to put your listening ears on really quickly because this is this is detrimental. I need black people, especially black women, to realize what's going on here. I need you to listen to what this white woman is about to say. She says, when you are a coddled, protected class, such can make you only see red. There must be consequences. I hope those F and F fellas stand by your side. This right here is going to reveal character and I hope everyone is paying attention. Please be careful. No atrocity is above them. Okay. It's bad when other races of people are starting to see that you are beyond reproach to the point where people need to just kind of not deal with you. Because everywhere you go is violence and disruption and dysfunction. Everywhere you go. And I said this a long time ago. I said this years ago. I said, there's going to come a time where I guarantee you, I'm going to tell you who's going to start speaking about black. I said this in like 2016. I said, it's not going to be black men. It's not going to be white men. It's not going to be black women. It's going to be white women. So white women are going to get tired of that shit. They're going to recognize it for what it is. It's not going to be racism. It's not going to be jealousy. It's just going to be people are going to get tired of black women to the point where non-black people are going to speak out. And it's and I figured it was going to be white women simply because women in general are allowed to speak out about things where as opposed to men, for some reason, always are getting hit by community guidelines on these different platforms of social media, whether it be YouTube, Instagram, Twitter or Facebook. It's a problem where a white woman is saying that. I just want you guys to realize that. And I can break that down for you in another episode. But we're going to focus on what's going on here and this one. And I do have two YouTube videos that are being uploaded as we speak. They should be uploaded today. Um, One of them, the part two video is only 22% uploaded. It says two hours remaining. It'll probably be done before that, though, because the other video is 27 minutes left. So once that video is done uploading, the other one should go a little bit faster. Right. So um, my my whole thing is this. And, and I talked about this in the YouTube video, but I have two different 
type of followings right now. I, I haven't got to the point of doing this whole podcast blogger type thing where people just all the same people are all in the same place. So I, when I talk about something on YouTube, I have to also talk about it on here, even if I make some of the same points, simply because the people on YouTube are not the same people here. So um, to my knowledge, right, um, I haven't seen the the mesh yet. Like Kevin Samuels fans on YouTube are the same people who who are his fans on Instagram. Same thing with Tommy Sotomayor or any other major person doing it paving a path for younger guys or, or smaller guys like me to come up um they they have all their people in the same place so they don't have to probably do two videos or whatever i i do um and they they still do it so clearly it's something that you should do as a youtuber or whatever it is make sure your content is everywhere um the point of the point of what i'm trying to get to is this right Black women are starting to become liabilities. I've talked about this before. I talk about it several times. I talk about it all the time in real life. Um, what are the risks of bringing these black women into your business, into your life, into your home, into your um, on your platforms? What is the risk of these things? Um. <clears throat> A lot of things. I, I want you to think about it this way. That situation could have went way worse. Um, they have a lot of glass there in the condo, it looks like, uh, when they do these shows. Um, glass could have been broken. Other women that had nothing to do with the situation could have got hit. Myron uh, apparently got in the middle of it from what I saw in the video. I think it was Myron that jumped up. Um, he could have got struck. Um, these these women, like that white girl said, they see once 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 they hear the truth, they see red and nothing else matters. They don't care. Um, and and this is why we have to to stop coddling them and stop treating them like they are these perfect angels. Because in a situation, once it comes up, a lot of them tend to do whatever they want, and they don't seem to care about who has to get hurt in the process. I've I've dealt with black women. And I've watched I, I watched a black woman throw her son to the side to try to fight somebody before. Um, I've seen them break their own stuff. I've seen black women with my own two eyes crash their own cars trying to get at people. I watched a black woman not too long ago right here in my neighborhood um, chase her boyfriend down in her Mustang while yelling all kind of emasculating things at him. Um, they don't care when they're mad. They don't care about nobody. Um, and this is why I, I personally choose to refrain from interacting with them as much as possible because they don't care when they're once they get upset. Everybody is a target. Everybody is an op. They don't give a fuck. Um, every object next to them is up for smoke. Their own phones, their own car keys, their own cars, uh, their own purses, own wallet. They don't care. They will break everything. They'll be at their mom's house. They'll break everything. They'll break their kids' toys. They don't. They don't care about nobody when they're mad but themselves. That's it. They don't care about their own friends. They don't care about nothing. I've been so angry before and still had enough sense to say, okay, that's not my stuff. That's not my stuff. That's my homeboy. Let me. Make sure he doesn't get involved with this. This is my home girl. That's my mother. It, it, you, you have to still have a limit and they just don't. And that's why I don't call 
their energy masculine energy because masculine energy is even in even in its most heightened sense of anger and frustration is composed it's still composed enough to 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 aim at a target and hit that target only and not bring everyone else into the bullshit so that's not masculine energy we're seeing from them that's demonic energy demons don't care who gets affected demons don't care who they have to use who they have to manipulate who they have to hurt to get their job done they don't care um you guys are starting to become liabilities why bring you somewhere when you're going to get into a fight you're going to get an altercation you're going to make a fool out of everyone there and you're going to still turn around after all of the destruction that you do i think the biggest kicker is play victim get online talk shit leave bad reviews under the business's um yelp page um have people blow their phones up i was watching tommy's live where he was describing it and as he's doing the live some random person calls him harassing him apparently one of the girls gave his number out they don't they don't care he's a father she don't care about that little girl they don't they don't care about other black women that's why when black women talk about black girl magic and women empowerment i laugh they don't give a fuck about that shit when they once they're mad all that goes out the window and anything that can just go out the window as soon as you get upset over words you didn't value it that much anyway so what that tells me is that truthfully deep down inside a lot of these black women don't value anything in their life they don't value anything they've worked hard for anything they've had to suck a dick to get anything that was given to them anything God give them because they will throw any of those things to the side. They will beat up on any of those things. They'll turn anything they have around them to a weapon all to destroy somebody they don't like all because usually nine out of 10 times because of what the person said, the person didn't rob them, person didn't rape them, person didn't. These are usually situations where somebody said something they didn't like. And a lot of the time, what was said was not an insult. It's the truth. If if the, if the truth is insulting, then it's time for you to rearrange your life so people can't insult your life and in, your lifestyle anymore and things like that. The truth is not an insult. It is the truth. It is what it is. I'm sorry. If the sky doesn't want to be blue, take it up with God. It could have been green. It could have been pink. It could have been orange, yellow, red, any color for whatever reason God wanted the sky to be blue. The sky is blue. Okay, it's the truth. If it's raining outside, it's raining outside. Even if you had plans on going to the park today and sunbathing, sorry, the truth is it's raining. Why are you mad at me? I didn't make it rain. It's just a part of life. It's a part of the world and the way things go, right? So you're becoming a huge liability and people don't want to be around you for that one reason. Because when you're good, it's good. But in life, you can't always look at people for the good. You have to also consider the bad. If the bad is that dramatic, the good doesn't matter anymore. And one of my exes who tried to destroy my life, I tried to explain this to her for years. and She did not understand it. She always want to talk about the good things she's did for me. And I said, everything good you've done for me, you destroyed. So what? why are we talking about these things? When I got out of jail, you got me a phone and you used the phone to try to control me. Anytime you couldn't get in contact with me, you would cut the phone off. When I offered to say, okay, put the phone under mine and so I can pay my own phone bill, you would not release the information I needed at T-Mobile to do so. You use the phone to literally track me down and pop up on me random places and embarrass me in front of my friends. So you talk about a phone and then when it was all done, luckily by then I got on my feet and I didn't need you anymore, but thank God, but still when it was all done, you took the phone back. So what are you talking about a phone for? 
And she didn't understand that. When you do a lot of good shit and then you wipe it all away, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think it was Dame Dash. He said, you know, you, you, you could be a gangster and do all the fly shit, get all the girls, make all the money, shoot all the niggas. If at the end of your gangster career, you turn around and become a rat, we don't care that you shot a bunch of niggas. We don't care that you sold all this dope and made millions of dollars. Nobody respects you. Alpo was one of the most gangster niggas that ever ran through Harlem in Washington, D.C. And he has nobody, nobody cares about his legacy because he, pre- because he did two foul things. He shot his own, he killed his own best friend and ratted. So his legacy is wiped. Only thing we care about now is you're a rat who killed your best friend. All the willies you was popping, all the Louis Vuitton you was rocking, all the money you made, being one of the only niggas at that time to go state to state with it, all of that. Nobody cares anymore. You are a rat. That's all niggas know about you from, from now on. That's it. His only close thing to a good legacy is his son. Shout out to Paparazzi Poe. That's it. Because his son managed to become a real nigga and stayed a real nigga. As far as the other one, wasn't it Alpo? Or Rico from the movie Paid in Full? That's Rico for y'all who don't know. Nobody cares about his legacy. And that's what black women don't realize. You could, you could do one or two good things. And then you turn around and you destroy a whole setting. You turn around and you ruin somebody else's experience. And you don't care. When you walk into a restaurant and and it's a family restaurant and you get on the table and start twerking, you're a selfish person. You don't care about the experience of this child, his mother, his father. You, all you think about is, I want to shake my ass. I want attention. I want to go viral. And that's all you thought about. That's it. You can't expect a group of people who move like that to be able to handle the truth. To know how to react in certain situations. To know how to keep themselves composed and ladylike. It's nine other girls on the show. The brown skinned one made the brown skinned girls look bad. There's another brown skinned girl on the show. Shout out to her. She didn't do anything, but you making these girls look bad. And you make and, and you make all of them look bad because they're all y'all are all together, black, white, and not. Y'all all came on on this show as a unit. That's what the women of Fresh and Fit don't realize. They come on those shows as a unit. It's 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 it's. I'm just going to just rock with me here. Just understand what I'm saying. I'm Myron. This is fresh. This is the other brother that holds the camera. This is the other nigga who does all the editing. And then it's you guys. You guys are the guests. So technically at that point, you become like a unit. Um, Fat Joe and I think Remy Ma did a show the other day, I think for uh, Good Morning America or something like that. You see what I'm saying? When they came, when they come on the show as a guest, they come as a unit. They're not two separate. No, they're on there together. Um, when Candace Owens, Killer Mike, T.I., and I forgot the other brother's name, did that one panel one time. I don't know if you remember that. They were they were a unit. Even though they were up there arguing and going back and forth, they were still technically a unit because they're guests. So you make everybody look bad when you go out there and you look like trash like that and you move like such trash, you you know, and, and, and you never, black women, they never know how to just leave a situation where, where it ended at. Now you want to have niggas calling his phone. You want to run and play pussyfoot games. You done deleted your Instagram because you know he's going to press charge on your puss ass, which every man should do. Um... When a woman puts her hands on you like that, because it's time for these women to start facing the consequences of their actions. And the only man big enough to control these black women is the police. Um, so, you know, that's who they listen to. So and some of them don't even listen to them. So, you know, we have to start pressing charges and, and, and drawing lawsuits on these hoes, because if not, they will continue to walk through the world. And guess what? 
you rather me sue you or get you locked up for a couple days than you run into the wrong nigga. Because I know some niggas personally who would have had her taken care of tonight. She would not be alive today. And I'm not saying they would have did it. They don't play that shit at all. Okay? I know some niggas who... who, I got a homeboy right now that's facing murder. Killed an ex-girlfriend. Slaughtered her. Literally, the article described her body as being mutilated and I'm not justifying what he did I'm not standing by what he did he's one of my best friends I grew up with at the same time I'm just just showing you some niggas it's a lawsuit would be heaven compared to what they would do to you which is send you to hell okay um it'd be heaven it you would you would wish they would have just got you locked up for the little three, four days until you get bonded out. And that little bitty year of probation you're going to get. Okay, the little bitty one or you. And these days, they, I don't know why, but it, it seems like they, they dropped that one year of probation shit. Now everything is two years. Okay, so you that little bitty two years probation, you would have ate that up. you rather do that than get your ass, your head blown off or your throat slit or get the shit beat out of you. You know what I'm saying? So all, all that other shit, you know, keep that shit to yourself because you're not built for this stuff that you're asking for. And um, how many times are we going to see this? How many times are we going to watch this before we just group these women together like that? Because here's the funny thing. And I talked about this on my YouTube video, right? And I talk about this all the time right here, too. We saw all it took was one or two videos of white women calling the police on random black people for us to say, oh, Karens, that's what white women do. Right. And nobody has really argued it since. Not even white women. White women have not even white women call other white women Karens, right? So nobody's argued that, right? But all we needed was two examples. Black men, two examples. White men, two examples is enough. Now, I'm not saying there's only two examples of Karens, only two examples of black men doing stupid shit, only two examples of white men doing racist shit. No, but all it would take is two. You see two videos, that's what they do. The first two uh, viral videos of police shooting on black men, that's what police were. We didn't need, I get it. Some of y'all said, well, Tommy, they've been doing it. And that that is true. But for this generation, that was a new thing for my generation and for the generation that's um, younger than me. And, and, And all they needed was just two videos. And they were like, that's what cops do. They ignored the millions of other cops who don't do stuff like that. All the times they themselves have been pulled over and never been shot at, never had a gun in their face or anything. Right. They ignore all of that and look at two videos of two random situations that could, for all we know, be false flag events. We don't know. Right. But we just go off what we saw and they say, oh, that's what cops do. But for some reason, we can watch black women over and over and over and over again. Every other day, they have a new viral video of them doing either some hypersexual shit or some hyperviolent shit. Right. And for some reason, we're still not allowed to group them up. We're still not allowed to say black women like to put their hands on black men. We're not even allowed to say simple stuff like that. We're not even allowed to say simple stuff like that. We can see a million fat black women and we're not allowed to say black women are too goddamn big these days. We're not even allowed to say stuff like that. But for some reason, it, all we need is just two. That's it. Some would argue just one for us to go ahead and classify a whole group of people or a whole individual as some way. You hear about a black man hitting a woman in 1999. It's now 2022 and he's a woman beater for the rest of his life. Woman goes out there and cheats on six dudes. We call her a hoe and it's a problem. 
She cheats on six dudes and one husband. We call her a hoe. It's a problem. And my whole thing is, men, we need no longer to care if it's a problem or not. We're going to just say what we have to say. We're going to do what we have to do. And that's what it is. We're no longer asking women for permission. We're not asking society. To, we don't give a fuck if it ain't. That ain't cute. We don't care if it ain't cute. We're, we ain't trying to be cute. We're not women. We don't do things to be cute. Uh, oh, that ain't cool. Well, I don't care if it's cool. We're trying to be cool. I'm not a teenager. I don't do things to be cool. That's not nice. I, I don't need to be nice. I'm not an elementary school teacher. Okay? I don't have to be nice. Y'all aren't nice. Nobody, you're not nice to anybody, but you want everybody to be nice to you. Okay? So my, my whole thing is this, right? It's becoming a redundant thing. At what point do we just call it out for what it is and let and leave the fish to deal with the ocean? At what point do we call it what it is? And leave the fish to deal with the ocean. That's where you live. That's where you reside. Why are you complaining about it now? This is the world you enjoy. Your body is built for it. You've become, you've adapted to it. It's your climate. Take you out of that water right now. You'll flop around and die. Let the fish deal with the ocean that they come from. Okay. I need you guys to realize that this is becoming a common theme. I'm going to say it. I'm going to generalize them. I'm going to call it. That's what it is. That's technically what it is. It's more than enough evidence. Black women are too violent. And they are liabilities. And the whole world right now, whether they say it or not, is looking at black women and saying, I don't know. I don't know if I want to deal with them more than I have to. Because I tell you, even on a friendship level, right? One of the worst friends you can have is an arrogant ass friend that you can't you can't even correct him when he's wrong. Nobody wants to be friends with that guy. Nobody. You rather hang out with a broke dude, a lame dude, a peon, a, a pussy ass nigga before you hang out with a, a nigga who only wants yes men around him. And that's what black women are. They only want yes men around them. Yes, men. Yes, women. They don't want to hear it. When the women talk to them, pick me. Men talk to them, simp, coon, sell out. Your mama's black. Nobody can talk to them. So at this point, are we going to keep trying to change them and work with them? Or are we going to say, you know what? I will just limit my interactions with your whole group as much as I possibly can. I'll still be nice. If I'm walking into a building and I and I see you behind me, I will not slam the door in your face. If you say something, I will say yes. Excuse me. If I have to get past you, I say excuse me, ma'am. Can I can I get past you, please? But besides that, minimalize all interactions, which means you're not coming on the show. You're not coming into my parties. That and you can say I don't give a fuck. I'm, it is and they, they love to say that until it becomes a full circle thing. See, they can say that right now while there's a few of us who actually are putting our foot down. But when the whole world decides, you know what, you guys, whether it's violence. Your sexuality and your shamelessness when you speak or just simply the fact that you complain more than anybody else. I don't want to deal with you. It's no offense. It's no hate. It's called liability. It's called liability. I've had friends that were liabilities. I had nothing. I had no problem with them, but I had to remove myself from their life or their everything they had going on would drain me. I've had friends do the same thing to me. I've been a liability. I've had friends. I had a friend pull up on me one time and tell me to my face. I cannot hang out with you at least for a while. 
You got too much going on. You being in my car has become dangerous. I've now gone to jail fucking with you. I, you and such and such, when y'all get together, y'all act a certain type of way. It's, it's too much. And I and I told him, I said, you know what, bro? I appreciate you for have, being a man and coming and talking to me face to face. We shook hands and we didn't and we didn't speak to each other for months. And then I forgot, I guess maybe he hit me up one day. I hit him up, whatever. And then we were back friends again for the next couple years. Me and him are not friends right now. We're not beefing. We're just not friends right now for, for some of the same reasons. Okay. The difference is I, this time I'm, I'm choosing to not be a part of the mix anymore. Right. So you starting to become a liability and it's, and it sounds good. Well, we don't need none of y'all. Fuck all y'all. Fuck who don't like us. Okay, cool. You say that until you're discriminated against because you're the first group of people to complain when you can't get into a party. When that one basketball player didn't want y'all on his boat, you were the first ones to complain. When a restaurant treats you differently, you're the first ones to go viral trying to expose the restaurant and having people call the restaurant, tying up their business lines. You're the first person to go have everybody go leave all these lying ass reviews. Motherfucker, it's a restaurant in Mississippi. Motherfucker in New York who never even been to Mississippi talking about some. I ate there last night. Food was terrible. Bad customer service. Never eat here. Cockroaches everywhere. And who is it? A black woman trying to stand next to another black woman because black women only stand with each other when they feel like one of them has been discriminated against. You can't move through life fighting anywhere, being sexual and inappropriate everywhere, and thinking that people are going to steal have open arms to having you in their business. If a business puts up a sign right now and says, we have the right to refuse service to anyone we see so fit. Did you know at that point you can walk into a restaurant, calm, dress nice and everything. And they can just simply say, sorry, we cannot, we cannot help you. Meaning, People can just start saying black women are not allowed in their restaurants. It's a restaurant. There's no laws that force a business to have to do business with somebody. They don't have, and you don't have to have a reason. I've been, I got kicked out of uh, Smoothie King once. I didn't do anything. I literally didn't do anything. And the cop even said that this one girl, she didn't like me because I just didn't fuck with her. You know what I'm saying? Because she tried to lie to me. You know what I'm saying? Tell me one age and then find out she's fucking 16 right which I should have known even though she she looked grown to me she had big titties big booty anything she didn't like me she called the police on me I'm literally in there ordering a drink she called the police on me saying um he's being destructive everybody else is like I don't I I didn't even I don't know he he came here he bought his drink he was waiting for his drink he didn't he didn't say anything to nobody I said the cop the cop says look you have to leave and you can't ever come back here again I said why I didn't do anything she said I know but unfortunately the manager they called the manager she's siding with the employee and she says she doesn't want you in the shop so I said they can kick me out of their shop for no reason she said unfortunately yeah they, they can so it, they can you can they can refuse service to I'm not allowed to go back to that smoothie king I can cause all I gotta do is make sure that fat bitch ain't there no more uh, thick chubby bitch whatever she was but legally if I go in there right now and mind my business and and that girl was there she called police again I go to jail for criminal trespassing 
Luckily, it's College Park. Maybe the police might be a little lenient and be like, well, it's been a while. Maybe he thought the thing was up. I don't know, right? That, that girl should be in college by now. She was. This was like two years ago, right? This actually happened January 1st, 2020. That's how I know when it happened because I remember it happened on January 1st. It was first day. I was like, I'm going to go get... I, remember, I even said it. I told my homegirl, my ex, who I call my homegirl, but she was my ex. I told her, I'm going to start this year off right. I'm going to get me one of them green smoothies. I'll be right back. I went up there and shit, I had to call her ass. Come, I said, man, come down here and handle this bitch. This bitch out here lying on me. That hoe was so scared too, bro. <laughs> that girl was scared, you know? Um, anyways... You know, so, so, hold on, y'all. Okay. Um, you know, it's crazy. I have been attracting less women lately, but higher quality. I've been noticing that. I don't have as many girls, um, showing interest in me as maybe a couple years ago. But it's like the quality of the women are just way better, just way and more diverse too. I'm liking that. I'm liking that. I'm seeing all kind of colors in my inbox. Um, being nice, being cordial. I hung out with a white girl yesterday. Isn't that crazy, y'all? I hung out with a white woman yesterday. Um, just, just as, just cool, kicking it, you know, smoking and shit like that. Oh, here she go again. Who's this? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, yeah, go ahead. I like it. I like I like it. Double text me. Let me know you give a fuck. I hate all that too cool for school shit. You can send me as many messages as you want to. Um, anyways, so black women are starting to become liabilities, and it's sad because, you know, these days you can't tell, you, you can't look at black women no more and just judge them and say, oh, those are good ones. They, 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 they're good. Let them know. Sometimes them be the ones that get in there and okay, they might not fight. They may not be twerking and showing their titties all over the place while there's kids around. But those are the type to get all sensitive and and pull out the race card or the, or the woman card or the victim card on every little thing that happens to them. Those are the type um, to be at a restaurant and say, excuse me, waiter. He says, hold on, I'll be right back. And he goes on to to the white family over there because that's who he probably was on the way to and they'll get on Instagram and be like so just left um, Eve Springs on 25th Street and the waiter was ignoring us because you know how black women are black women run with the negative narrative over the positive narrative so black women are the type for example and I call black women out on this all the time and they always prove me right every single time and I have so many stories I can tell you about like literally recent stories as of uh, two weeks ago um, where for example I'll give you an example right so black women are the type and this is the clearest example I can give you they will have 20 niggas compliment them and say like a dark skinned black woman will have 20 niggas be like, wow, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful, you're so beautiful. And then like one random troll ass, ugly ass nigga who usually is like a real lame, he ain't got nothing going on. He's the type of dude, even if he didn't say what I'm about to say, she wouldn't want him anyway. He'll come in her inbox on some bitter shit and be like, you dark skinned bitches are ugly. 
And she will go tell the whole world on her little blog page or whatever, or just simply uh, on Twitter or or Facebook or even in real life, that black men don't like dark-skinned women. And her whole life, black men have disrespected her. It's like, what about these 20 dudes? And this is why I say to black men all the time, it's no point in being nice to these bitches. Be be courteous and be um, respectful, but being nice is there's no point because as soon as you're nice to them, they're gonna they're gonna brush it off, ignore it, and what they're gonna turn around and do is they're gonna run the negative narrative anyway. You know who's gonna get attention from them? The guy who's an asshole to them, right? It's not the nice guy, and what that what it really comes down to. And I'm gonna tell you a real reason why a lot of women these days, especially black women, do not respond well to nice words and compliments. I'm gonna tell you why. I want you to put yourself in the mentality of somebody who's wearing fake hair, fake eyelashes, makeup, a push-up bra, right? We all know leggings are like a cheat code, right? Um, then got a couple tattoos, make herself look more like cool or whatever like that, right? And somebody comes and tells you how beautiful you are. You can only say but so much back to them because... You know they're complimenting what they see. And you know without those things, you might not have got that attention. So it's hard for me to say thank you for something that's not me. Now, even me as a man personally, right? I had like I, I remember one time I was in Walmart and I had these off-white Nike shoes on, right? Some off-white shits, right? And this kid, this white guy walks me, he's like, Are those the off-white shits? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh my God. He's like, babe, come here. And he calls his girlfriend up to me and everything, which fellas don't ever do stuff like this. All right. You're literally giving your girl to the next dude, like worshiping another man in front of a, don't do stuff like that. Like, all right, that's, that's a, that's don't do that. Luckily for him, it's Walmart. I was out of state. I wasn't even in, in Georgia, it, you know, and I didn't want his girl. If I wanted his girl, I could, have, I had hundreds of dollars in my pocket. She was staring at me. He's, he's making me more than what I should be to his girl. But we'll talk about that another time, right? He's just going in on the shoes. He even asked me to take my shoe off so he could see the inside of them. So I do. I take my fucking shoe off in the middle of Walmart and let this white boy see my shoe, right? And he was, he's a trendy white dude. He was wearing some cool shit himself. I was complimenting his clothes too. But, and I was telling my homeboy about it when I got back in the car with him. And I was like, you know, hey, man, this white dude was in there going crazy over the shoes, you know? And um, I remember just thinking to myself, that I didn't respond to him the way he probably expected me to. But you're complimenting my shoes. I mean, that's nothing, nothing to do with me. I didn't, you know who would, you know what you should do? You should call Virgil. Call Virgil, call Nike, and tell them that you really appreciate the shoe. Because all I did was pay for them. That's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a shoe to me. Like, you know, if you come to me and say, hey, man, you look like a real solid brother, man. I just want to let you know you're doing your thing. Then I feel then I feel good. You know, it's hard to accept compliments that aren't really on in you. Just stuff that's on you. And they know that. So they don't really respond to it too well. But, you know, that's a whole nother conversation. Right. So when you see when you see let's get back to the real root of this conversation really quickly when you see black women out here constantly jumping up at men speaking to men in ways that most men will tell you they've never had no nigga talk to them like that their parents don't talk to them like that the police don't talk to them like that probation officer judges da's attorneys uh, teachers principals nobody has ever spoke to me personally 
and I'm not even the biggest, toughest nigga, right? I'm not an intimidating, naturally, physically, I'm not intimidating, right? And I've always, that's always worked against me, and I've also, over the years, growing up in teenager, middle school, I learned how to use that to my advantage, right? And that's why I've always been it, to stay solid, um, and always be around real niggas until they go bad and become fake. Anyways, right? And I could genuinely say that in my life, the worst ways I've ever been tried was a black woman. And I grew up in, in a moderately diverse area, more white, but you had a very huge percentage of blacks, Mexicans and Asians as well, right? Specifically Mexicans, Puerto Ricans here and there, they say in New York, it's Atlanta, most brown people here are Mexican, right? Most, I'm not saying all, but most. Um, maybe in New York, you get a lot of Dominican, Cubans, all that other shit. But down here, you see a brown person, it's safe to assume they're Mexican in Georgia, especially in the more metro Atlanta area, right? Gwinnett County, Cobb County, places like even Forest Park. It's a lot of a lot of Mexicans, right? So my, my whole thing, my whole thing with with that is this. I can genuinely say that I've had altercations with both men and women from damn near every race or group you could think of from LGBT, Christians, blacks, whites, everything. I've had altercations with every last one of them, especially white girls. Cause I used to hate white girls when I was my, my mom first moved us to uh, the suburb, the, the more white suburb area um, to get away from my dad. I hated white people. I really dramatically hated white people, especially the white girls. Cause they would always pick on me and then go run and tell the counselor. I'm like, yo, that's that pussy shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't do, we don't, where I'm coming from, we don't do all that telling. You want to talk about somebody? Well, we're going to keep talking about each other or we're going to fight. Like, it is that simple. Or we're going to get somebody else to fight for us. Like, we're not going to go tell after I just talk so much shit about you. And then when you talk bad about me too, now I go, now I'm running to play victim. That's the first, first time I ever seen somebody play victim was really a white girl. That was what white girls were known to do. It wasn't black girls that were known to do pussy ass shit like that. Black girls were standing on their ten toes since I was in the fucking third grade. Okay? Black girls were always, it was always the white girls who did that pussy ass shit. Now black girls do that pussy ass shit. And I don't like that shit. That's not our people. We don't do shit like that. We, I told my sister the same thing. Like, we do not do that shit. You want to talk shit? You, you keep talking shit. You don't talk shit. I call you a bitch. Oh, I'm going to go tell mom. You don't do that. Uh-uh. That's not how life works, right? And then you think you get a pass because you didn't cuss and I did. You still called me all kind of names and made fun of me and all kind of other stuff, right? I could genuinely say that I've had an altercation with everybody. Right? I was problematic growing up. After the divorce, I was fucked up. But I can genuinely say... The worst ways I've ever been spoken to in my whole entire life. I went to juvenile several times. I was on probation from the time I was 14 all the way up until this day. I've only person I've ever had talk. I've had real ops. I've had niggas that wanted to kill me. I've had niggas try and kill me. And I could genuinely say the only person I've ever had speak to me in the wildest way was a black woman. So when people say black men or men need to learn to control themselves, you're talking about a group of people who don't deal with this shit until we're sitting in front of a woman. That's why you have so many people say, oh, I heard he hit a girl, but I've never seen him hit no nigga. Yeah, well, have you? Well, here's the real question. Have you ever seen a nigga talk to him the way you seen that girl talk to him? Have you ever seen a nigga do him? A nigga can't get to you the way a female can. That's number one. You know what I'm saying? My homeboy told me that shit one time, and I, I I heard, I felt him. He was like, man, niggas always talking, women always talking, but at the end of the day, a man cannot hurt a man the way a woman can hurt a man. 
We just, we don't even have the, we don't have the credibility. We don't care about niggas that much, right? We don't even care what niggas think. Niggas say, oh, his shoes is fucked up. So fuck that broke bummy. He wanna, does he want to fight? Nah, he just said your shoes like, oh, fuck him. A bitch said his shit like, damn. You, you, you like, damn, I might have to get some new shoes. You never want to wear them motherfuckers again. A nigga, you just be like, whatever, fuck that nigga. A girl say, man, them shoes is old. Them the old Jordans. You, man, I remember I had wore some old, old Jordans in school one time. A girl had said, them the old Jordans. I never wore them Jordans again. I never wore them. And those, those, were my, those were my second pair of Jordans I ever had in my whole entire life. I was never a Jordans. They only had, growing up, I had four pairs of Jordans. I had some when I was a little boy. I had them red and white ones. I had them aquas, which were given to me by a rapper, like a famous rapper. I had, I ain't gonna say his name. I had some other ones that weren't even mines. They're my cousins. He just barely wore them, motherfuckers. And I barely wore them shits, too. I've never been a Jordanist nigga. And the one time I had my own pair of Jordans as a teenager, the girl gonna tell me, them the, oh, them the old ones. I said, damn. I said, shit. I never wore them motherfuckers again. I was so mad. She, I thought I was the freshest nigga in school. I was like, I got Jordans now. I always like to wear chucks. But when I used to wear chucks, it wasn't cool to wear it. Everybody was like, them the broke nigga shoes. I'm like, fuck y'all. These shit's classic. I said, and I told people, I said, I said watch. All y'all niggas be wearing chucks one day. Boom. Two years later, Wiz Khalifa come out. Same nigga making fun of me. Got more chucks than me. I, I had red chucks, black chucks. I never wore no blue chucks because I, I, you know, I was gangbanging back. Now I couldn't wear them shits, but... Yeah, I had all kind of chucks, white chucks, gray chucks, I had leather chucks, I had the black, I had the, man, I wish I still had these shoes, you could see them, man, they black, okay, so it was a red chuck inside of another chuck, and the, man, I had, I was a chuck king, I was the king of chuck tailors, man, then my dad had bought me some Nikes one time, they were like, the only other nigga I seen wearing these, these Nikes, bro, I wore these Nikes for a year, I dragged these Nikes to the death, I wonder what happened to all my shoes, I don't know where any of my shoes are, yo, was these, these Nikes I had, only other nigga I ever seen where these Nikes was Dennis Rodman that's it I've never seen no other nigga in these Nikes nigga them shits my dad made me buy them I went to the mall with him on my birthday I said let me get his Vans and he all black chuck he said you know you can't keep dressing like you finna go break into a house what about these Nikes I said I don't want them shits they were nice they were like some dunks or something they were called Vandals I think they were Vandals but they were like custom they were like spiky and shit I said I don't want them shits he said nah you gotta get these shits I was like alright whatever so um, basically, long story short, man, um, long, long story short, I just kind of feel like what black women don't realize is the position they put us in, and then you want to scream out protection. How, like, when the black women gonna really, before they ask things of black men, when are they going to start to really look at the position they put us in before they ask us that question? When are they going to really look at it? You guys are very much protected. For you to even think you could step to a man like that? Come on. You've got to feel protected. Because if you say you're the least protected, right? Let me, let me show you guys this before we go. If you say you're the least protected, that means you're basically saying that white, Spanish and yellow, so white, brown, and yellow women are more protected than you. So why they don't have the confidence you have? Hmm? Why they don't, they, you don't think they get mad at men? 
Why did everyone talk to men as harshly as y'all do? Why did I always try to swing on a man? Huh? When's the last time you heard a white girl get mad at a white man and say, Alright, I'm gonna have my brother come shoot your ass. Like, how many black men are dead or in jail right now because of something a black woman told them about another black man? We die defending y'all from words that you put yourself in position to hear. We go to jail defending y'all from words that you put yourself in position to hear. And then here's how negative-minded you are. You'll hear a story of a black woman getting beat up in an alley somewhere at 2 o'clock in the morning and be like, Black women aren't protected. Protect black women. Our black men ain't doing shit to protect us. So, like, what are you talking about? What do you think black men are? Spider-Man? You think we have spider senses? You think that I can be laying out in my bed and just be like, Wait a minute. I have this itch. Hmm. My senses tell me that a black woman is being raped on Peachtree Street right now behind um, this alley. Let me get in my car and drive down there and maybe I can save the day. Like, what are you, like, yo, everybody gets raped. Everybody gets beat up on and attacked. This white girl up in New York the other day just got attacked by two random men. She got stabbed to death. I watched the video. These niggas had no reason to do what they did. I bet they did it because they probably on some incel rage type shit too. Because they had no reason. They didn't steal anything from her. They didn't take anything from her. They just walked up to this random white woman and just stabbed her up to death. I think she was white. She looked white. Either white or some type of Spanish. Okay? Just walk up to her and just stab her to death. Do you see anybody in there saying, damn, they're unprotected? What about that white girl who got killed the other day by her boyfriend? The other white girl who got went missing the other day from the other boyfriend. Like, nobody screams to them about these things. Because... You know why? They know it doesn't make any sense. You're the only people that can say stuff that don't make no sense. Because what I can say is every time I've ever seen a black man jump up to a black woman, another black man come and at least get in between them. I done seen niggas get jumped off of, off, just off of niggas assuming a nigga was finna do something to a black woman. I watched a man get his ass beat from the back of the club. I was on stage all the way to the stage, which is in the front of the, well, technically that's the back of the club. So you can say from the front of the club, all the way, I mean, this nigga literally, I'm on stage dancing. My homeboys, they rap, they doing their thing. I'm dancing and shit like that. I'm having a good time. I look up and I see this nigga getting, it looks like a cartoon. Like you ever seen him, remember in the cartoons back in the day when they were fighting, it'd be like a bunch of dust. I mean, you see the, the, the fist come out the dust every now and then, like on like um, Looney Tunes. It was like that. Like it was like a rumble. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I'm like, oh, that nigga getting his ass whooped. Asked this one guy, said, hey, show the what's going on? Oh, I guess he accidentally bumped some girl. They was not, they, these niggas didn't even know. I said, oh, that must be her homeboys. She said, no, those just some niggas that was standing by. Random nigga. Just, they see the nigga bumping to a girl, they jumped up. I had a girl throw a bottle at me one time in the club. I stood up. Two niggas behind me looking like they ready to fight me. I, I, I charged both of them. I said, I said, I pulled out my flag. I said, all anybody who want to fight, let's get it on right now. Especially you two niggas looking at me. And they just sat there. But they looked like they were finna do something. You feel me? Even though she threw a bottle at my head. And she's a fucking bartender. All because all cause she was trying to finesse me out of some money. And I told her, like, no, I, I know game, baby girl. It's not finna happen. She got mad. She stepped back, she grabbed the thing, and she launched it at my fucking head. I jumped up. Of course, reaction. Once again, here I am being tried in a way I've never been tried before. 
I ain't never had no nigga throw no bottle at my head. Never had a girl throw a bottle at my head. So y'all be doing shit to niggas that even niggas don't do to niggas. Because see, niggas know, and I like how Kevin Kevin Sanders talked about. He said it's a it's a line of violence, and it's true. Niggas know half the stuff y'all say to men. It it wouldn't. It can't even. First of all, between two real men, it can't go that far. Because either one of them walks away, or the other one punches him in the fucking face. Half the shit I've seen women say to men. If a man said it to another to to a certain nigga, he would get his head blown off. I've seen women say murder worthy things to men. I've seen women do murder worthy. You think that if me and a nigga is beefing, I can go fuck his car up? He'll kill me. If a nigga is beefing with me and he come and punch out the tires of my car, I'm going to kill him. I'm not finna shoot it. I'm going to blow his head off. But when y'all do it, shit, half the time you don't even go to jail. And that's why speech like mine is such a threat to y'all's empire. Because when I'm talking, you don't get to have that world. When guys like me speak, we're a threat to your world where you can do whatever you want to do to people and there's no consequences or repercussions. And I'm here to let you know as, as, a, as a black man who does love black women and wants the best for black women. You guys are really, you're almost out the door. <clears throat> you guys are starting to become out of the door. People are tired of you. Black women are tired of you. Black men are tired of you. White women are sick and tired of you. They don't they don't always express it, but trust me, they're getting tired of you. And I'll tell and I'll do an episode about that soon too, because I have some things I want to I want to read to you guys that I have come across lately. And what I'll, all I'm gonna say is this <clears throat> white women are on the verge of not being silent anymore. I'm going to say that one. I need you to understand what that means. Because that is not good for any of us. But it's damn sure not good for black women. Y'all, and I say this all the time, and black women get mad at me when I say this. They get very mad when I say this. Every black girl I've ever said this to, even my own close friends, they get very upset when I say this, but it's true. And I hate to say it. I really do. But it's true. Because mind you, the first women I ever didn't like was white women. I'll say white girls because that's what they were. They were girls at the time when we were kids. Um, all I'm going to say is this. I'm going to say this, and I say this all the time. I'm say it again. Black women, let me tell you something. You are not ready for verbal warfare with white women. That's what it's going to be, right? Y'all going to be on the internet talking about each other. You are not ready for them to talk about you. You're really not. With black men, you can deflect a lot. You can, oh, you're just gay. Oh, you just hurt. Oh, you just bitter. Oh, your mama black. Oh, you a simp. Oh, we'll go get you a white girl then. You don't have much you can say to white women. When they really stand up and they start talking to y'all, the only thing y'all can do is keep saying that bullshit. Yo, y'all want to be like us. Y'all want to be like us. And in that day, you won't be able to say that. Because the huge difference differences in y'all's mentalities are going to be on full display. And you will try to be more like them because they're going to embarrass you. Let me tell y'all something. All, all y'all black girls who love to run around, Becky this, Karen that, white girls is white. Let me tell you something. White women are and have been sparing you for at least 10 years now. They have been sparing you. 
because as a black man, just simply watching from the outside, looking in at this, this little silent arch nemesis that you guys have between each other. If I could be as objective as possible here, when I say what I'm about to say, as a black man looking in, I'm here to tell you that white women have so many things they can say about you that you can't throw back on them. So when I read that comment and then some of the other things I'm not going to speak on on this episode because they don't have any relevance to this episode, but I'm telling you, it's, it's coming around. You don't want that to be an in bulk thing. And I want you to also know that when they do it, you will not be able to throw these race cards around. I tell somebody, I say, bro, when black men talking in one ear, out the other, black women talking, eh, it goes in the ear, sits there for a little while, walks out. But when them white women get to talking to these black women, that's going to be one of the worst days for them. Because it'll be the first person they will not be able to defeat. They won't be able to defeat them. I'm telling you, they won't be able to defeat them. They will only be able to cry and play racism, racism victim. That's the only thing they'll be able to use community guidelines against them. That's it. Word for word, toe to toe, they will not. You don't stand a chance. You don't. Because as a black man looking on, this is what I meant to say, my bad. Looking at it from the outside, looking in. I've watched black women drag white women through the mud for 10 years now on the internet. And I, every single point, I used to think to myself, just being objective too, not even trying to be the white knight or defend white women, just simply being objective. Damn, white girls either must not be smart or they don't care. Because if I was them, I would have said this here. For example, when black women were getting onto white women for wearing braids, I was like shocked that white women weren't coming back to them like, um, I know y'all are not talking with that straight Marilyn Monroe ass hairstyle you got in your hair right now which is not even your hair, it's weave. I know y'all are not talking. You won't, I'm telling you, did they ever decide to just say, you know, I'm tired of black women treating us this way and talking about us this way and just doing all this stuff in public and embarrassing the whole whole country and just ruining every fucking function they go to? You guys are going to be in some serious trouble. And the black, there's going to be a lot of black men that are either going to stand in silence or join in what they're saying and you guys are not going to like it and then you'll really see what we've been trying to tell y'all for 10 years now some would say longer but I say 10 years because that's when this shit really cracked off this internet gender war all this black man versus that's when it like took its full yeah it was ready for war right so um, with that being said Okay, so the other video, the the, the part one, um, Tommy Sotomayor fights black women on Fresh or Fit is up on YouTube now. Um, okay, so, um, so black women, stop putting us in these weird ass positions and then crying and complaining, okay, about things you feel like you're not getting, even though you are getting them, but you, once again, you only gravitate towards the negative side, even when the negative side is a smaller side. Um, stop doing that. Okay, stop doing that. Stop gravitating over the neck. Stop only moving to the negativity. That's something y'all need to stop doing as well. But stop doing that because you put us in a hard position to fuck with you. We want to fuck with y'all. We want to be friends. We want to date. We want to have kids. We want to marry. We want to do all these things. We want to do business with you. We want to protect you. We want to have community with you. But you're making it very hard. And I want you to ask yourself this, black woman, before I go. 
Would you fuck with you? If you were a black man and this is what you saw, this is how you were treated only by this one group of people. Is this, would, would you want to fuck with you? Would you want you around? Would you want to protect you? Would you want to make sure that you exalted you to the highest point and called you queens and treated you as such? Would, would you treat women that act like you, like queens? If white women were to start fighting everywhere, yelling and screaming, throwing stuff, twerking everywhere, bouncing their ass everywhere, saying shameless things on the internet, would you want to, would you expect white men to respect them? Would you expect the white men to stand by them throughout all, through it all? Would you expect the white man to never have anything bad to say? That's not love. Real love is telling somebody about themselves. That's real friend. Okay? That's what real love does. Real love is, is you have to talk to somebody. Okay? You have to do it. Coaches do it all the time. Everybody does it. But for some reason, when we do it to black women, it's a problem. But then... What do you expect us to do when either A, we're always witnessing witnessing stuff like what we witnessed with today with Tommy Sotomayor and that, and that trifling ass hooligan, that criminal, that thug, that animal, or what? What would you expect from us? What would you expect from them? You, you know it because you do the same thing to black men. So why do you expect a lending hand all the time when this is how you treat these people. You cannot shit on people and expect them to help you. You just can't do that. Expect them to love you and care about you. No, black men are not loved unconditionally by black women. That's not a secret. I'm pretty sure the only race of men I can tell that are loved, it seemed like are loved unconditionally by their women is like Spanish women, Spanish people. That's it. White women don't love white men unconditionally. Black women damn sure don't love us unconditionally. I don't know where you guys get these expectations from. I don't even know why black people expect to have more love than anybody else. If the most winning race in the world right now don't do it, what makes you think the most losing race in the world is going to do it? Like, I don't understand what you, where your expectations come from. Y'all live in these fantasy worlds that don't make sense. It's like the difference between Grand Theft Auto and Fortnite. At the Grand Auto of a fantasy world, but at least it makes sense. So if you're going to have a fantasy world, make it make more sense. Make it more realistic. These things that you guys are requesting don't make sense. Why is a black woman trying to fight a black man? You was just cool with him just the other day. And Tommy, Sotomayor, if you hear this episode, man, I'm a, I'm a big fan, big supporter. No, my name is not Tommy because your name is Tommy. But I'm asking you as a fellow black man, as a younger black man that looks up to you. I do. I do look up to you in, 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 in a certain department, right? I'm, I'm almost damn near begging you to help be a part of the change that me and you and other brothers and other black women as well want to see. And, and, and through doing that, what I'm asking you to do is to please fully pursue charges on that woman. If you can get a lawsuit out of her, get a lawsuit out of her. But please fully pursue. Go to court on every court date. Fully pursue to the highest extent of the law all charges that you can possibly file on that woman. I know at the bare minimum, you can at least get a simple battery. Okay? 
because these women get away with way too much. We need not spare not no none of them. Black, white, I don't care what color. But we don't need to spare any of them. Because in a heartbeat, that black woman will not spare you. I could tell by her the way she talks. I could tell by the way she carries herself. I, I followed her on Instagram after the first time they went on that show. And the fact that even her light-skinned friend Claudia don't even fuck with her no more. Let me tell you something. That woman, Tommy, or any other black man, she would not spare none of you niggas. She'll spare a white man. I guarantee you she would spare a white man. But as far as a black man, black women do, they never spare us. If that woman right now can convince a nigga to do a drive-by on Tommy Sotomayor, she would do it in a heartbeat. If she Even if she had to pay the nigga, she would do it. So why, if, if these women will get us killed, why would we not get them jailed? It's a simple battery charge. It won't ruin her life, but it will let her know every time you do this, this is what's going to happen. If you're okay with constantly going to jail and running up a huge record of violence. And one day when you need your record to be clean, they're like, well, she has a violent history. Trust me, that shit can be used against you in ways you wouldn't even imagine. Maybe you'll think twice before jumping up and hitting a man. Okay? As men, they say don't hit women. These are not women. Alright? I've said it before, I said it again. Bitch jump up on me like that in the wrong in the wrong place, I would knock her off her feet. And I will not I will sleep like a baby. I will sleep like a baby. She put her hands on me, she go to jail. Simple as that. She go to jail. That's not snitching. We're not in the streets. That's not snitching. Okay, so female, they can snitch. They can get you locked up. There's no, there, there. To me, snitching is when you snitch on people who play by a certain code. Women don't play by that code. They're not held up to that code. Even when women play in the streets, we don't hold them to that code. Nobody kills women for ratting. Nobody says snitches get stitches when women tell on niggas after selling drugs with them after robbing banks with them but you know whatever so they don't play by the code there's no code there if I'm a street nigga and I'm in criminal activity and you're in criminal activity we can't tell on each other if a bitch put her hands on you even if you're a street nigga bruh you either need to get her beat up beat her up get her knocked off or put her in jail there needs to be consequences I don't care if she I don't care what she do there needs to be consequences for these women and any woman who has a problem with what I just said is a problem herself. Because women who don't hit men and feel the need to jump up on men in a violent tone don't have anything to worry about. Only woman right now that's mad at what anything I just said is a woman who's violent and wants to hurt and harm men. Or probably hurt and harm people. Because these, these new women these days are so hateful. They always want to hurt somebody. You have to have hatred in your heart to where you always are trying to ruin somebody's life. You're always trying to hurt somebody. These new women are so hateful. They hate women. They hate each other. They hate their kids. They hate their parents. They hate people. They're selfish and they're hateful. Modern women are selfish and hateful. It takes hatred to want to destroy somebody's car just because he cheated on you or because y'all didn't work out or you think he cheated on you. It takes hatred to want to go ruin somebody's reputation. To want to go put wedges between people's friends. They're going to lie and try to get men to beef with each other so they can kill each other. That's hate. 
That's hate. You have hatred in your heart. The Bible says something like, by their fruits you shall know them. Your fruits are full of hate. Your mouth is love. And truthfully, for a lot of black women, your mouth is not love. Your mouth is also hatred. So, several things. White women are starting to come out against this shit. It's not going to be a good day when it happens. Not for any of us. Um, It's going to make black men look bad too. You know that, right? That it's going to take white women to get these women in order. I'm telling you, that's their biggest fear. They'll never tell you that. But if white women in bulk were to stand up and say, you know what, you know what, we're tired of this shit. I ain't finna keep calling us Beckys and Karen, Shanique, and Laquisha. It, I'm telling you, it, it would be black women's worst nightmare. They don't care what black men say about them. They don't respect us. They don't give any credibility to what black women say about them. The, the few black women who do talk about black women. But that white woman, they don't have any, they can't call her gay. They can't tell her she's self-hatred. They can't call her a pick me. Well, they could, but it won't, it won't have any, 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 any nothing. They, they, they can't deflect their way out of that. And everything that they can combat that white woman with, the white woman hit them right back with them. Oh, yeah, I got fake ass titties. Bitch, y'all got fake BB. Ain't y'all over there dying from getting BBLs? A 50-year-old black woman just died from a BBL. What the fuck is a 50-year-old black woman getting a BBL for? You need to get a 401k plan. You need a retirement plan, ma'am. You need life insurance. You need a heart monitor. You don't need a BBL. You need to go plant-based diet. You don't need a BBL at 50-something. Black woman just died. 50-something years old. 53 years old. BBL gone bad. Dead. The other day, another black woman, she young too. Mother of, I think, two children or one daughter. Dead. BBL. See, y'all really fucked up when y'all started doing shit white women do. Screaming rape, lying on men, gold digging, using men for money, being whores. And see, black women are like, oh, why do black men talk about us so much? Y'all the only niggas talk about y'all women. Yeah, right. See, y'all so forgetful. Y'all have selective memory. See, what it is is this. The difference is this. When white women were really acting up in America, we're talking Jerry Springer. We're talking Girls Gone Wild. We're talking all of that. White men was on white women's ass. They just didn't say white women. They, but they would, you whores, they, they slut shame them bitches to death. That's why you don't see white girls out here the way they used to be in the 90s and early 2000s, 80s, 70s. Because white men was on their ass. They called them every name you could think of. We just simply get on YouTube and be like, black women do better. Black women are embarrassing. They was fucking whore, cunt, slut. All those words, them, them white folks' words. Whore, slut, cunt, skank, bimbo. They made up all them shits. Or they popularized them. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They was on their ass. Not one time did you ever hear white women say we're unprotected. Oh, stay out of women's business. Why are men talking to us like this? They just argued their points or they just kept doing what they were going to do. It was simple as that. They didn't feel the need to try to shame the men from shaming them. Mm -mm. Because it wasn't going to work. 
Because the difference between white men and black men is now I got to get into you niggas now. The white man wasn't going to stop. Y'all niggas let these girls stop y'all from correcting them. The white man was like, no, she's a fucking whore. She's a skank. She's a fucking slut. And her mom's a slut. And you know, her whole family is just some white trash. Yeah, they did the same shit. And they got their women right. I'm not saying they perfect, but their women is not out there the way they used to be out there. Now it's y'all. And we're not allowed to talk to y'all. You know, this is sad, man. I'm sick and tired of seeing this shit, bro. Because I've because I've dealt with it so many times too on my own in my own life. I've had to stop it from happening to my friends, male and female. You know, I'm just sick and tired of seeing black women want to get up on some niggas, bro. Want to really get up, stand up, chump us off, talk to us crazy, swing on us, all this other shit. I was glad Tommy matched her energy. I was so I was like, yes. These bitches need to know, like, you think you're going to keep just talking to niggas? No, nah, nigga will knock your ass out. Nigga, knock your ass out. And, and see, Tommy, he's built such a space for himself. He could knock a bitch out. He, now, Tommy, Tommy said America can knock a bitch out. I really think he could. He can't get canceled. <laughs> he's already canceled. You can't cancel Tommy Sotomayor no more. He's already been canceled. Now he's just, he's in the clear now. He could do whatever the fuck he want. He should have, he slick should have knocked that hoe out. But, you know, at the same time, that's not the right way to do things. So, we're going to leave it at that. It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex. You know, subscribe, like, everything, do what you got to do. Hit me up on Instagram, freebandscholar4, the number, not, not, not the word. And when you hit me up, freebandscholar4, I send you my YouTube and we just get it cracking like that. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate everybody who uh, is fucking with me. And we're going to keep this shit going, man. Because every day is new content anyway. You know, every day. I mean, it's. It, I'm starting to wonder, should I care or should I just be entertained? You know, because every day I got something different going on. Every day is another video, another tweet, another something, song anything every day it just never fails it literally you got Lizzo eating Oreos with mustard on them like it just it's something happening every day it's 9 30 in the morning right now I don't even have any idea what's gonna happen by six o'clock tonight I don't know black girl might just run across the CNN panel butt naked and eh, yes I mean you just never know you never know. I mean, you don't put anything past them at this point. They are a group of people who have been living beyond reproach. Somebody like that would do anything. They have no control. So what time of you have raw sex and I'm out?